Yes, American Superconductor reported earnings last week. To discuss the report, I'd like to welcome back Daniel McGann, President and Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of American Superconductor. Thanks so much for being here, Daniel. Thank you for having us, appreciate it. So I know you've been on before, but just if you will, if you can just briefly give us an overview of American Superconductor and what it is that you do. Sure, you know, as we move towards decarbonization and move towards a more sustainable world, um, this transition raises the demand for renewable energy, uh, semiconductors, as well as the metals mining and critical materials that go in electric vehicles. Our company builds solutions that help energy and industrial infrastructure to be more resilient uh, during this changing climate without adding complexity or size to critical systems. We are the brain and the controls for the super grid and super ship of the future. So I want to talk about some of the key takeaways from your quarterly report. You reported last week, revenue fell about 11% from the same period last year. What led to that slowdown? And do you expect to be able to turn that around? We're a project-based business, so we'll find quarter to quarter. Um, projects may move in and out of, of a period. We didn't see a big um, uh, real change in the overall business. Um, you know, we grew by 30, 40% last year. Uh, we're on an upward trajectory, so one quarter to us did, didn't matter a lot. We guided to growth again for the next quarter, and we kind of lean heavily in for the remainder of our year uh, that we see things uh, continuing to build. And that's really based upon the announcement we made of about 50 million of new orders that we brought in the quarter. So we basically bought it, brought in a factor of two times the orders to the revenue book that, that we've been delivering. So we're well positioned to grow. We've built inventory, we've built staff, and we've been on a, a growth trajectory for the past several quarters. Well, sticking with that new order growth, how have you been able to expand your business within the electric grid market? I believe that's what 87% of your revenues, the grid is. Yeah, we've done it through new product introduction. Um, we've done it also through acquisition over the past uh, 12, 18 months. Um, you know, we see a lot of tailwinds that are coming to uh, the grid and to, and to the related industry. So renewables are projected to be up in the U.S. We have some new legislation out there with the Inflation Reduction Act that's going to help drive that. One of the markets we participated is India. That's projected to double. Um, in the electric vehicle space, we, we participate in the mining and materials of the, the, the bare materials that go into the, the batteries. This is becoming a bigger part of our business, and we see it becoming even more important in the new green economy, uh, especially, again, for electric vehicles. Semiconductors play a big role in everything in control, uh, from power grid to renewables. Uh, we see historic and significant investments there in, this, in the sector, and we see a drive to reshore in the U.S., again, with some new legislation that just passed with the CHIPS Act. Uh, and then we do have a nascent business that we've talked about on the program before, uh, which deals with security of, of our fleet. And, you know, we see the events going on in Europe, uh, in Ukraine, and now we see Taiwan. And th threats are getting larger and the need for more critical systems to be able to uh, bring resiliency to the operational capability of our fleet become more important. So we feel we're really at a good point where there's a series of tailwinds that are going to come drive this business, not just for a quarter, but for many quarters here in the future. Okay, so those are the tailwinds. What about headwinds? What's the biggest obstacle you face right now? Yeah, our challenge is, you know, going through COVID uh, and then now with the with crisis in, in, in Ukraine um, are with parts and with people. So uh, as we've tried to expand, we've had to be able to build out further our supply chain to be able to um, 
you know, be able to turn on a dime and be able to, to, to change supplier when needed. Uh, we've had to extend lead times to customers just simply because of access to people in part sometimes isn't always there. Uh, we've been hiring like crazy uh, as I've come on the program the past few quarters. I talk always about how much we're hiring. Um, we have a bunch of new staff we just were bringing on this quarter. We were, were uh, intending to expand the staff. And this is principally uh, direct labor that's going to go on the cost of goods sold. It's really directly to the, be able to expand product. So we've done, a, uh, I think, a very good job in the HR part of the business being able to, to recruit uh, new talent to the team. You know, the war in Ukraine certainly highlighted the importance, or it's certainly highlighting the importance of energy independence. But given all of the supply side issues, just in terms of um, there not being enough supply right now, are you worried that that's setting back your efforts at all and shifting the focus away from clean energy and back to oil? I think that's a temporary um uh, move. I don't think it's permanent. I think long term, as we deal with climate, you're going to see a move to more renewables. I, I look at it, though, in the near term, really the Achilles heel of changing how we deliver energy really is in the grid. And that's the, that's not going to really matter as much if it's a if it's green uh, or it's traditional energy that grid's going to have to further evolve to become more resilient, to become more, more sustainable in the long term. And that's where our investments has really gone. Uh, we do help bring more renewables to the grid. We do have part of our business that's focused uh, solely on renewables. Uh, but, you know, we think that the grid investment really is what's necessary to allow for uh, more energy growth. All right, we'll leave it there. Daniel McGann, President, Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of American Superconductor, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.